what I did with this situationship is I put a bandaid on a bullet hole. Yeah. And I expected it to heal. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. What's wrong with that, yeah? Hello, happy Wednesday. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just One. Hello, welcome back. Today we are drinking Suja's. Uh, they're an organic drink, probiotic juice. Mine says vibrant probiotic. probiotic. Does yours say that? Oh, uh, mine just says cold pressed green delight. Oh, okay. Mine's like a pinky cutesy drink. Mine's like a green juice. It looks like a typical green juice. Taste oh. test? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. The majority of the flavor that I taste is banana, which is crazy because it's green. Wow. Okay, so mine honestly tastes like a dirty um, strawberry daiquiri Oh. with like dirt in it. Perfect. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Not I mean, for a healthy drink that has purified water, strawberry, raspberry, lemon, and honey, sure. Okay, let me try yours. Try mine. You described that really well. <laughs> But I feel like it's one of those things that it doesn't necessarily, it does kind of taste like dirt, but it just kind of, that kind of makes it taste healthy. Right. Almost. Like earthy. Yeah. It is organic. I like it. It's straight out the ground. Yeah. I actually like this. I would drink this okay. after like a workout. This would make Same. me feel like a Pilates mom. Absolutely. I like Same. this. Same. I give them a nine out of 10. I've been taking, so you guys know I do those factor delivery meals and this last month, I think it must've been like my 20th box or some milestone. So they sent me a pack, like a little treat, and it was a pack of six, like, juice shooters, like shots, you know, like the probiotic shots. Oh, my gosh. So I had, there was two spinach, kale, cucumber ones. Those ones are ass. I literally Mm. had to take those like a shot. Yeah. And there was one cayenne one that I really did like, and the other one was black pepper, Mm. which tasted like black pepper, but it was like lemon, turmeric, and black pepper. So it wasn't terrible. That was just a little, it's a little spicy. Did the cayenne one clear out your sinuses? Yes, and it tasted so good. Really? Yeah, I actually really liked that one. That one I could drink as a juice. The other ones definitely needed to be a shot. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked it. That's fun of them to do that. It made me feel really healthy when I do it after a workout. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, I'm in there. Shout out Factor Foods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've been getting really good. They're upping their menus lately. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what? I had a chicken and vegetable tortellini pasta yesterday. Wow. It was delicious. And the tortellini was wheat pasta. So it's like calorie smart, carb smart. Thank God. Hey, and I've (laughs) had the chicken ones with you. That's like a good piece of chicken too usually. Yeah, it's good. I'm really impressed by them. I feel like they keep getting better. I love that. Yeah. Hmm. I would recommend. Hell yeah. Okay. Are you, you want to tell us about your little event of the week? Okay, you guys, I got back on the horse. I went on a date and I went against what I've said to you guys prior about like strictly going for drinks as a first date because I went on an activity we went to the Sox game crazy you know that I love Sox game so it was perfect but it was actually so fun and it's I also broke the two drink rule and the two hour rule wow of course right and you debated before the of course the question should she eat a hot dog or not oh yeah can you eat a hot dog on a first date yes (laughs) (laughs) not only can you you should absolutely um so we went to the Sox game and then we went to a bar after the game and then went to like a beach bar, beach being a relative term because it's Chicago. 
Um, and then we rode the Ferris wheel on Navy Pier, which I had never done, and he'd never done, so it was fun. Mm. It's like a little new experience day. Yeah. That was fun. It was a really good day. I felt really good about it after. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank that you just so sounds much. like a fabulous day. Are we going to see him again? Uh, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Date number two this week, hopefully. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. Definitely moving at a snail's pace. Yeah. But that's what He like. calls her, you guys. That's cool. Yeah. He gives her a ring-a-ling-ding. Which is good because lately I have just been so dull. Like, mm. not as a person, but just like my texting has just been so dry. And with everybody. Like, yeah. I just feel like I cannot hold a conversation over text these days. And I was actually thinking, you know, when you like text an old person like an older person and they text kind of formally yeah I feel like that's kind of what's happening to me I'm like am I getting old no not I with think my that friends like you and I shoot the shit constantly do we okay but have you ever like looked at our text sometimes it's literally like us saying two or three words back and forth just like our thoughts yes we have thought bubbles as texts yes kind of yeah 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 no, we don't actually talk about anything mm-hmm yeah, and I, I used to love, like, the text banter. I used to think that was, like, so important. But now I'm like, if you just, like, check in here and there, give me a little phone call, maybe a FaceTime, ask how my day was, I think I'm solid with that. I completely agree with you. How I do think, you text your boyfriend? Uh, <laughs> Loki, not much better than you. Really? Sometimes I'm, well, it's like, and then we see each other. I'm like, I, like, want to talk about everything in person, you know? Mm-hmm. But we'll, like, text about little things happen throughout our day, you know? I'll be like, bro, Quincy ran into the glass again, like... <laughs> just crazy yeah like little updates yeah yeah i feel like that's definitely more my vibe these days Mm -hmm. i don't really want to have a conversation with somebody all day every day via text right it's exhausting it is and it's not that i'm not on my phone i want to preface that i'm not one of those it's like i'm just never on my phone like i'm on my phone 24 7 all day i acknowledge that yeah i'm just not texting back even if i'm playing some candy crush i see a text come through i'm like i'm crushing right busy busy (laughs) crushing today this morning i was watching tiktoks just sitting on my couch watching tiktoks and i just ignored a phone call (laughs) you're busy (laughs) you should have been on dnd i should have i know (laughs) yeah i just watched it ring didn't do anything about it it'd be like that sometimes straight up i know i had to but yeah so it's going well I'm not good at texting him, but he doesn't seem to mind. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. We're updated. But yeah, we're back dating. And I was telling Micah today, actually, I got asked for drinks. And I was like, I don't really know if I'm interested in this. Like, I just don't think that it's with somebody who there was like any sort of potential, just geographically mostly. Um, But I'm like, "Eh, it's I got to exercise the muscle. I got to get out there. I got to work on my small talk. It's like one of those things where like if you Mm -hmm. you want to get rusty at like going on first dates it's a skill right it is a skill and it's like also coming up with new conversations new questions especially if their personality is different than the last person which obviously is going to happen right it's like let me ask something that i just have never asked someone yeah i think this is something i always try to keep in mind like the back of my mind is like of course i have those static questions that i will ask if the conversation dies like i don't want to sit in silence on a first date like comfortable silence is great on a first date not so much so i have the questions you know the standard static ones but I always try to remember to like use them conversationally. If someone's like, oh yeah, when I grew up, where where I grew up, I did blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, like that's cool. So where'd you grow up? You know, like picking. Yes. Like have those standard questions come up conversationally. And I'll be like, so, 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 because then you're interviewing. Okay. This kind of brings us into our topic t- of today. I have a comment on that. So you guys, we're about to just kind of talk about some overall relationship things <laughs> just yeah. different relationship topics honestly kind of broad but there's that we are interested in what's new 
Yeah, this came up because we were kind of pondering, can you get into a new relationship without being fully healed from the old one? And like, are you ever really fully healed from the old one without getting into a new one? Right. You know? So after the guy I talked to for however a year, I I, I hate even saying I talked to him. It was a shit show of a situationship for like a year long I really was like down in the dumps lost so much of my confidence that even and I was hosting these work events and it was affecting my personal life so much that's when I got a life coach as I've told you guys and I noticed at my work events like I was talking to like managers directors VPs whatever and I was like I like could not like conversate is that a word yeah converse I think it's actually converse (laughs) people say that though that's a common misconception okay okay. (laughs) I'm gonna google it later to make myself feel better but I could not like have a conversation and all of them were older than me of course and like have kids and I was like relating to stuff they'd say about their kids more than like I'd be like oh they do this oh I did that you know it's like this is weird and so it's like I felt felt like I'd lost my social skills and my confidence and I was knowing I was like weird and like not having a conversation but I was like I could not bounce out of it yeah and so I was that was like when I was like, I'm going to start working on myself. I even have a Snapchat video. I think it's like from like 2021 of me saying to like my private story on Snapchat <laughs> yeah. of me just being like, you guys, I like cannot fucking talk to people. So it's kind of fun to like, well, not fun, but it's like reflecting on that. That yeah. I literally have a video of me being like, I cannot talk to people right now. So you think part of the thing that you had to heal from from him was the fact that he like stole just like your confidence in yourself to the point where you weren't even confident in speaking up. Literally. So you had to work on that. That was something you had to heal from? 100%. Do you think that you fully like came back around to yourself before you started thinking about dating again? Yes. And slash, I remember going on dates and just also being like, I have nothing. Slash, maybe that's also like, I was like, maybe not interested, but I was like, I have nothing to care to get to know this person right now. But Mm -hmm. it's like also like exercising, like, even if you are interested, it's like, let me just ask this person questions and like make a good time for the next hour because I'm here. Right. Yeah. I think that's the other part. So not only can you or should you, it's like, are you able to? Right. Like openly date while you're still healing. Because there are some people who can shift their focus. Right. And they can totally be like, okay, I'm doing this for the benefit of myself. Doing this will help me get over this person because it will remind me that there is other people out there. I can have a good time with other people. I can get to know other people. But then there's the flip side of the coin where it's like, I am so unfocused on this person. Nothing they say or do could actually break me out of this little trance that I'm in myself. And that sounds like where you were. Right. And that's exactly how I was. I could not. I was so in my head about it. And and then I would like tell myself, be like, I know I'm being fucking weird right now. Quit it. Quit it. Yeah. It was like I was spiraling. Yeah. That's definitely when you're I feel like when you're in that deep, you definitely need to self-reflect and like get yourself back to a place where you like yourself because then you're going to present something that like you mm-hmm. hope other people like as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That was in the new year. Started the grind. Well, that's so that's Micah had that full year of time to herself. That's her celibacy year. That was her time to self-reflect. I since I knew you, you went on maybe one or two dates that year. Yeah. Because remember when I started dating, you were like, we've never done this together. Yes. <laughs> it was like a year. We were our one year friend anniversary. We yeah. Like, you're like, I've never seen you even talk to a guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. And honestly, that takes a lot of like, not like willpower, but like sheer like appreciation for yourself and your alone time. Because I, speaking for myself and definitely I know that people can relate to this. I love having somebody like and I know that that's bad but like a peppermint in my purse Mm -hmm. I love having a peppermint in my purse like someone that I can just go back to and I recently let go of said peppermint Mm -hmm. uh, which which needed to happen 
um like he deserves for me to just fuck off like he deserves so badly for me to leave him alone Mm -hmm. because I was not good for him like I was the toxic person in his life and I can acknowledge that I'm sure he's acknowledged that but that was because I was not healed from like my old relationship when I started rendezvousing with him Mm mm-hmm we were just in a very long situationship. I knew what it was. He honestly knew what it was. I was always very upfront about that. But I, I think that he was sticking around hoping that my mind would change. And it just didn't. And I think part of the reason that it didn't is because I was never actually healed from the traumas of my past relationship. I was just making myself feel better about them with someone who just wasn't treating me that way. Yeah. Wow. See, and that's some deep motherfucking self-analysis, Shell. And do you know how many people can't do that? Yeah. such don't choose or whatever yeah. is the case. Like, that's super impressive and that you're that is self-aware. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of, like, work in therapy. And then, honestly, I do just feel like at some point I realized that in order to be a, the best version of myself, I need to stop being fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, it was making me feel good because I loved calling him at the end of the day. I loved, like... And we get along great and I love talking to him. And I, but I also loved that he liked talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked that a little bit more at times. And that was because I was coming out of a relationship that was so opposite of that. Yeah. You know, I had like a live-in boyfriend who I had to ask to sit down to have dinner with me. We fucking lived together. I was making him dinner. He was taking it to play his video game. That's crazy. And so then, and I never like healed from that type of like somebody not like prioritizing spending time with me or prioritizing speaking to me so when I found someone who did I just masked it versus being like okay why did this hurt me how do I feel about it when I'm by myself like when I was dating him he could not give a shit about what was going on in my life but now I am not talking to anyone I have zero roster spots so there is nobody who is asking me about my day or like checking in with me as like a partner Am I okay with that? The Mm -hmm. answer now is yes. So I do feel like I've healed from like the way that that situation made me feel. And there's way more shit that went on, but that's the high level. But now I feel like I'm okay with that. I can go an entire day without talking to anybody. Like, of course, my friends here and there like work people, but like I don't notice, I don't feel lonely in my own company anymore. That's so hard. I think I have that in my uh I know I have it actually in my affirmation sheet that I have on my phone is like some of the strongest people in this world are people that can just be alone by themselves Mm -hmm. I remember hearing that once and I was like hell yeah yeah and it took me a long time so you had your full year I've Mm -hmm. been this relationship ended two and a half years ago and I think this summer is when I finally was like all of these things I'm okay on my own yeah so I do feel like I am now healed from that relationship but I think that I fucked up this situation not that I ever really necessarily thought that it was going to be a long-term thing but I don't think I gave it even anywhere near a fair chance because I was not remotely healed from the past okay and we talked about this a little bit about how you're feeling like a little stagnant in your personal life but do you feel like that maybe that's just okay that you're just fucking chilling yeah I think but that's now I realize that that's probably a good thing like mm. I feel very calm there's nothing really going on and I'm not looking for anything to there's no holes that I'm trying to to fill there's no void so like what I did with this situationship is I put a band-aid on a bullet hole yeah and I expected it to heal mm-hmm. and it didn't 
Wow, that was a good saying. Thank you. Um, And it didn't. And so then I've been reflecting a lot more in this past year. And now I definitely, I feel like I can say that I am over that relationship, that really toxic situation. I learned a lot from it. I don't have any animosity towards it. So now I feel like if I were to start a new relationship, it would be a completely different experience than what I had done a year ago. Right. And I feel like just from what you tell me, it's like a lot of the guys you talk to, it's not like you're like doing the same things over and over and I'm like dude you'll never learn you know right it's right not like that happened which so. if I was I hope that you would smack me upside the head you already know <laughs> <laughs> okay so now that like you have started this really when you started dating your now boyfriend a few months ago do you feel like you were completely ready like was there anything that you were still like weary of and I want to like preface this too you're never gonna just forget about those experiences like I definitely am still weary of behaviors and patterns of partners and of my own Mm -hmm. because of what I've experienced in the past but were you ready to like let your guard down a little bit and like have a new experience I would say right away I was so nervous to like like someone that much let my guards down 100% and then of course my little triggers come up of things that would always trigger me you know Mm -hmm. it's like I'm like is he texting another girl like it's like I just have those worries and it's like he's not like I don't it's just like and but I would let him know of these things because I'm like this just makes me nervous and I tell him things that make me nervous and it's like honestly kind of hard for me to even think of those things now because I've been so reassured that everything is fine right now in my relationship yeah and I think that that's the part of the healing so we don't expect you to be like brand new bitch now you're ready for a relationship but right. it's like now you're able to communicate your worry mm-hmm. be reassured and let that sleeping dog lie mm-hmm. you're not going back every single day it's like well he already told me that he's not texting anybody but like what if he is now right like, no that but that shows your signs of healing mm-hmm. yeah you're trusting again exactly so you've gotten there mm-hmm. and even like so it took having another experience for you to realize that you're healed exactly but you you did the work uh-huh And I feel like I was telling you guys, I was manifesting at the beginning of the year. I was like, all right, I'm going to be open to love this year, open to meeting someone. And then it happened seriously in February. So (laughs) we're coming up on the new year. I think that's because you did. Okay, so then another question for you. At what point did you tell this boyfriend about that ex and why you were feeling this way and why you need this type of reassurance or like about any of your ex relationships and experiences? At what point do you do you talk about that okay you know it's crazy I don't know if I've ever like start to finish like blabbed about this whole relationship that I had but I've definitely told him like the triggers mm-hmm. if that makes sense and like things that have happened or something will come in if I'm like oh this happened and like we're almost like make a joke about it I feel like he was pretty adamant about telling me like about his love his past relationships which was totally fine but I'm just like not the type to just unless something happens and I'm like yeah. oh this happened in the past yeah, that's more just like my piecemealed style. Yeah. as things come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not sense. like it's like, let me sit down and tell you all about my ex. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. But also that's whatever style you need, like whatever ends up being cathartic for you is exactly. how it should go. Exactly. And I did not mind the way he chose. And I, if he ever asks questions, I always tell him as well. So yeah, the communication's key. That's just healthy. That's just <laughs> on period. Okay. So since we've like talked about like then getting into like these new relationships and moving on from the past, how do you make sure that like one, I think just knowing that you're ready is your own personal preference, but we all know the girls, we all have the friends that are like, just, they are relationship girls. Yeah. You know? So at what point is like, 
does that do you think that that works for people like jumping from relationship to relationship because Mm -hmm. that's what like works for them yeah does that does that just work for some people obviously we talked about how you and I yeah it it wouldn't I truly think it does I think so too I think that there's just these girls that are like like there's what's her name Michaela the makeup artist I like think of her how she would like take talk about her relationship and she'd be like I met my whatever they are fiance I don't know if they're married now I think they're married now yeah and she's like I met him at like one of my darkest times in life you know and she's like he picked me up brought me my light back and I think some people are just that way and that situation's totally fine and worked for her but mm-hmm. if I'm dark I'm bringing the darkness yeah <laughs> I'm bringing the fucking storm <laughs> everyone Honestly, better watch too. out <laughs> Yeah, I think that there's no, like, they, people always say for everything, there's no perfect time to do anything. So, like, there's no perfect time to meet your perfect person. Like, it just it does happen, like, as it should. But I do think there's definitely, you can, anybody could think of two or three people that come to their mind, like, oh, that's a relationship person. Like, I've always known her to be in a relationship. Or that's a roster person. Like, never dating anyone, but kind of dating mm-hmm. multiples. Like, right. always having something going on, but never anything serious. Mm-hmm. And then there's the single girl. Right. Which one do you fall under? single <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah for sure especially as of late you've been but, real single yeah she's single girl <laughs> in her single girl era but I think you are definitely a single girl in a relationship like your mindset <laughs> and the way you still prioritize your like individuality over mm-hmm. like relationship dependence which is inevitable like relationship yeah. codependence is so inevitable and it should you're growing literally into like one unit right but you are still prioritizing your individuality, which like keeps you as a single girl. A hundred percent. And this just happened with my boyfriend's family the other day. He's like, I'm going to suburbs or whatever, going to a family event. And I was like, I just need to hang out with my fucking friends. You know, I was like been traveling so much this summer and then we got sick and I was like, I just needed a weekend with the homies. And then he's like, that's totally fine. Obviously, you know, did our own thing. It's like, he gets there. His family's like, where's my car? Are you guys fighting? It's like, no, we're just chilling, you know? Yeah. It's just like, we just need that time apart, agreed upon, and that's just it. But it's like, it's like once you become that unit, once you want to unify. Yeah. People expect you to always be together. Right. And it's like, which is a good thing. That means like his family likes you, his, your friends like him. We expect Mm -hmm. to see you all together, but you have made it clear in in your relationship that you're going to continue to prioritize your individuality, which if that's important to you, you kind of have to work at it. Oh, for sure. You have sure. to remember to do that, honestly. Yeah. And I feel like that was especially hard at first, obviously, doing the distance and whatever. But it's like now that we have, like, our lives here, I'm like, you have your set of friends. I got my friends. When we do things together, we do them together. It's just finding the balance. Yeah, absolutely. And there's also the flip side of that is the people who are just very codependent and they like it that way. Yeah. Which, again, is fine. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, you have to be intentional about kind of, like, what type of relationship you want to be in and then work towards being that. Because it's so easy to fall into a pattern or routine where every single day it revolves around the other person because that's your life now. Right. And you know what's funny is I feel like I was scared to be in a relationship because things I've had in the past, it's, like, when your partner's, like, having a sad day, it's, like, oh, I was sad. You know what I mean? It's, like, couldn't bring them out of that bubble. But now it's, like, I feel like I'm, like, the pick-me-up, and it's, like, we balance each other. It's, like, one of us having a bad day or bad moments. Like, the other one's, like, all right, let's, like, work through this, you know? It's, like, we work together to get through those moments instead of just, like, being, like, dreading, like, oh, you're having a bad day. I'm scared. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, that's also been 
a cool thing. Yeah. That's just like a good level of communication. Yeah. I think that goes like honestly just to tie it full circle to like being healed from like other experiences because like you're saying that you're, that's you speaking from experience mm-hmm. as like you were with somebody who like felt that way or made you feel that way. Yeah. And now you're in a situation that isn't that you've overcome the way that made you feel and that you have a, a healthier situation because you've sure. learned from it. Right. It just shouldn't be that hard, you guys. That's, like, also what I learned. It's, like, I feel like it's, like, always all I've ever experienced. 26 years. 25 years. Hard. Relationships are hard. It's, like, shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It takes work, but it should be work that you want to put in. For sure. Always. Okay, so you would say that you can. Like, the overarching theme of, like, all of this conversation is that you can start a new relationship without being healed from the old one. I think technically, yes should you I think it just depends on the type of person true and I think the level too I definitely think that learning new habits by dating new people is helpful in the process Ooh, I like that okay like what like what kind of habits are you referring to I don't know like for example um this past relationship I always reference the same relationship just so you guys know <laughs> like, just, like yeah <laughs> just so you guys know like when I say my ex it is one is one of them mostly because I only have one right in my adult life um but it's all so it's all the same relationship but for example, like in our very beginning stages, he was so flaky, like so mm-hmm. flaky. And so now I definitely feel like within maybe like my first year of dating post him, if somebody would reschedule or something, I would sirens would be going off. Wow. But it's like that people are allowed to get busy and reschedule. For sure. Like I don't need to freak out about that. Mm-hmm. But it's like I had to realize that not everybody is as shitty as he was. Exactly. So give him the benefit of the doubt. And that was like me healing from that being like, okay. I can handle this. This is a very normal thing to happen. Yeah. It doesn't need to send me spiraling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, why is that triggering? How can I communicate in an effective way to make sure that there is going to be another plan? Yeah. You know, because that's what I need to feel reassured. But I had to do it in a way that wasn't attacking this new person who did nothing wrong. Right. Other than just have something come up. Okay. That's so good of you, though. Yeah. But I mean, it takes work. I was definitely crazy for a while. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Bye. You just block them you right away. You're rescheduling. Don't know you anymore. Bye. <laughs> Delete my number. And these are all like like minor things, but they add up. And then you, re- you get to a point where you're like, holy shit, I actually do not know how to function mm-hmm. because everything is a little bit triggering because right. it always led to something else bad. Absolutely. See, but you've grown yeah see but like right there you can see that you've grown like that's so cool to be able to look back and you're like i was fucking on one but (laughs) and you know why though you can like pinpoint the triggers so yeah and i also felt like i learned this in therapy but i used to not really think that these things would stick with you i'm like this is what happened but it didn't alter my like brain chemistry no it did (laughs) (laughs) i mean it sure did i mean that's like seriously when people like are not healed from childhood yeah like that's where they start in therapy when you they start talking you're like so tell me about your childhood it's like that's why we are the way we are yeah it's because of our big life events that happened or even just things that were daily happening in our households it's kind of crazy to think about it makes sense i feel like it does so maybe not being completely healed but being self-aware of the areas that you're not and how you cannot project your past traumas onto somebody who's undeserving right because they don't deserve exactly yeah Ooh, i like that show <laughs> 
Thank you. I'm full of them today. She's full of them. She's uh, the brain's powerful. That was her affirmation walking yeah. over here from the app. She texted me, "My brain's powerful," and mine was like, "I'm confident, happy, and successful." Like, yes, there were two good ones. <laughs> I love that. Those were like needed today. I feel like we. Yeah. I was having a very fidgety day. Yeah. Up until like this afternoon, but now we're we're back on. We're back we're in back. step. Hell yeah, we're moving and grooving. <laughs> Okay, should we take a stroll? Let's do it. Stroll to the bowl. We've been doing bestie questies, but we reloaded the bowl. We're going to keep it coming. Oh. Oh, did my gosh. She's so. Oh, I did kind of glue them. Well, not like glue them, but I stuck them stuck together. That I should have done it a different way. Oh, maybe that's some ASMR for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> if you were to get married tomorrow, what would be your wedding song? First dance or like walking down the aisle? Oh, that's a good question. First dance. That's or like fun. post video. Oh my god. <laughs> no. First dance. If like you had like you were getting married tomorrow, you had to pick the song right now. What would be the first dance song? See, okay, that's like hard. Like, what is it actually? Our first like I like would need to research. Like, are they supposed to be based on your relationship? Is that a dumb question? No, I always wonder that when I hear people's first song, dance song choices. Does it mean something to the relationship? Did you just like the meaning of the song and you want that to mean something to your relationship? Like, has this always right. been, like, your song? Right. Well, because if it's just mine, I think it would be completely different than what would actually make sense. Okay, but but what, what would make sense? What would make sense and then what when it's about you? Okay. Well, one that would make sense is uh, kind of ironically Bad at Love by Halsey. That's really funny. Could we slow it down, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me an acoustic yeah. piano version. <laughs> one just for me? <laughs> See, why can I only think of, like, sad songs? I'm like, a million reasons by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow those are just very, like, poetically love. Right. <laughs> you can just scream it. That's, like, all that's coming to my head. Really? I. I'm what? Like, what's yours? Okay, also, I, w- I went through a phase where I was belting a million reasons in the shower. Oh, 100%. Who didn't? It was so good. No, this was recently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think about, like, on the way to school or something on the way. No, no, this was like last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, or like a Demi Lovato song, like Sorry Not Sorry, but that doesn't make sense either. No, that was a that was her leaving. The video was yeah. her leaving her wedding. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so we're going to make sense. We're yeah. going to work on this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's scary. What's yours? Um, mine always like whenever I would think about this, granted there's never another person, so take that as you will. Um, Latch by Sam Smith. Aww. Yeah, the slow version. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's good. It's so good. That one's fire. I do love he that He has a beautiful one. voice. Just ask him to sing it. Oh, yeah. I'll just call him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, he did a cameo in, um, and just like that, Sex in the City. Wow. Are you not caught up? No. Oh, my God. Please. How are we supposed to talk about things if you don't watch? I literally, I don't even know what you're talking about. What cameo and where? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about this off air. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, you guys, as always, um, thank you for joining us. Please like, rate, follow, subscribe. We are just number one podcast on Instagram, just one dot podcast on TikTok. We will chat with you guys next week. Bye. See ya.